You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's take a look at the, the latest MVP odds, coach of the year odds, offensive rookie of the year, and comeback player of the year. Because we do have some interesting races. Let's start with the MVP odds. I don't think these classify as necessarily interesting because we have a runaway favorite. Patrick Holmes right now, minus 600 over at BetMGM to win the MVP. Joe Burrow, 7-1. Josh Allen, 12-1. Jalen Hurts, 12-1 as well. So can we call this race? Is it wrapped up? I think it is. Don't you think it is? What's going to yeah. happen? Is Patrick Mahomes going to lay an egg this weekend? No, he's not. There there would have been maybe, I think, a possibility had the game been played on Monday. And again, I'm glad it was canceled. Definitely the right call. If Joe Burrow had balled out and just gone nuts, or maybe Josh Allen had done the same, and then maybe one of those guys creep up in the odds short. But at this point, I just don't think there's any way you can bet against Patrick Mahomes. I'm... Yeah. Would you lay would you lay minus money? Would you lay minus six hundred to bet on Patrick Mahomes? No. Uh I don't think it's bettable right now. Because I think it is Patrick Mahomes, but like, you know, maybe something happens. But there's only one game of the year left for Patrick Mahomes, and it's against the Raiders, who do not have a great secondary. So I'm not expecting, you know, Patrick Mahomes to go out there and throw a bunch of picks because maybe if he was playing one of the best secondaries. Uh, in the NFL, like maybe he was playing the Broncos again because I know he had one bad game against the Broncos in, we, in which he threw multiple interceptions. But I just don't think that the, this race is really bettable right now. But let's take a look at, at some of the races that are still, you know, a little bit closer. Coach of the year right now, Nick Sirianni of the Eagles, has gone from minus 175 to plus 125. Hmm, Kyle Shanahan slowly creeping up from the ranks went from plus 275 last week to two to one. Brian Dayball sits at plus 350, Doug Peterson 10 to one, and Dan Campbell, who made a short run as being the second favorite, now back to 30 to one. So I think the, the conversation on this show has been can Kyle Shanahan make a run at this award this late in the year? I think he can. I would not bet on this. I think Sirianni is going to win it. I think. But, man, the odds are really close. And you can make a case for Nick Sirianni because the Eagles have been the best team in football. But Kyle Shanahan, what he's done with three quarterbacks, and I know Trey Lance did not play that long, but particularly with a guy like Brock Purdy. And, yes, they got Christian McCaffrey. But you have to be able to craft an offense in a way that – helps a young man like Brock Purdy be effective. They haven't missed a beat. What have they won, 10 straight now? Something insane? So it's not like it took a while for them to adjust. 
Kyle Shanahan adjusted on the fly. And the Niners look as good as anyone. And who's to say they can't make a serious run? They were really close last year, making it to the NFC Championship game. So if you want to tell me that Kyle Shanahan's the guy this year, I'm not going to talk you off of it. Again, I think it's Sirianni. But unless you have a real strong feeling here, I would stay away because I don't know what's going to happen. I think if I was betting anything, just from a value standpoint, it would be Kyle Shanahan. But this is kind of tied into the last game of the season because – If the Eagles do lose to the Giants and the Niners win, I think there's still a way that they can be the number one overall seed in the NFC. However, the Eagles are, what, 14-point favorites over the Giants? Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure if that is necessarily within the realm of reality when it comes to the Eagles losing. So, like, maybe that is the dead end for Kyle Shanahan, but you're right. Last year, if you look at the Coach of the Year award, it was Mike Frabel who led his team, the Tennessee Titans, to the number one overall seed in the AFC despite having a rash of injuries. Didn't have Derrick Henry, uh, his best offensive player for most of the season. So I think that we've seen voters kind of sway towards that narrative of like, oh, this coach has done it with the least. But it's hard to take it away from Nick Sirianni if he continues uh, to roll and continues this turnaround for Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Yeah, he's been absolutely and, – and they're going – I don't know if they're going to cover 14, but I think when you look at what Nick Sirianni has done and you can't really fault him too much for his starting quarterback being out the last two games, I think you're punishing him a little bit too much. But then again, the, the contrarian argument to that, Chelsea, would be, well, the Eagles are a great team. Guess what? The, the, the Niners lost their starting quarterback, and they continued rolling. Why haven't the Eagles done the same? I think that's probably overstating it a little bit, but I think that's probably the contrarian argument you could make is that Kyle Shanahan lost his quarterback, kept winning. Do you think it was warranted that Dan Campbell was actually in this race a few weeks ago, or do you think it was somebody being a wild better from the state of Michigan? I think that's exactly what it is. We've been doing this show now for a couple years, and it's been awesome to do it with you, but from the very beginning, Chelsea, What is the one constant every year right before football season? Because we've had two full NFL seasons now. Man, there's all this money coming in on the Lions to win the Super Bowl, to have Coach of the Year, to have MVP Jared Goff. These Detroit betters are absolute maniacs. And I love it because they believe in their Lions and they put their money where their mouth is, even against all odds. So part of it is, yes, Dan Campbell has done a nice job. Part of it is there's something in the water. In Motown. These guys are maniacs. Love it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think the water is clean. I think that is the problem. Right. Uh, the other races that are actually very interesting, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Kenneth Walker, now the favorite. Uh, minus 110 for the rookie running back out of Seattle. Garrett Wilson, plus 160 now after being the odds-on favorite last week. And then Brock Purdy has moved to plus 450. When it comes to Comeback Player of the Year, this award has really tightened as well. Uh, Geno Smith, Christian McCaffrey, and Saquon Barkley all uh, within uh, the realm of winning this award. Geno Smith plus 175, Christian McCaffrey now plus 175, and Saquon plus 225. Jinx, of these two awards, is there any angle you can find when trying to pick a winner? I think it's going to be Geno Smith. And... The Falcons, or the Falcons, good Lord. The Seahawks, I'm thinking about another bird. Seahawks are taking on, what, the Rams this weekend. Seahawks need to win that game. The Rams have just quit. They're awful right now. So, Geno has to perform in this spot, and he gets to take on a really bad football team. Plus, 
We've said this again and again. The narrative matters here. Geno Smith is super likable. He's been playing the NFL for a long, long time. The fact that Seattle is in this position is something that was completely unexpected because they were supposed to be so much worse worse than they have been. So I think when you look at Geno Smith and you're getting him at plus money here, all things being equal, you go with Geno Smith instead of Christian McCaffrey. The narrative matters here. Do you think the expectations were lower for the Seahawks or the Giants? Because I think that's tied in here. Because Saquon Barkley, you could say he's led his team to a complete turnaround too. I think it's true. The difference is when it comes to natural talent, Saquon has had it, and you wouldn't necessarily say that about Geno Smith, so he's sort of overperformed. Yeah, uh, so I think we would qualify as a comeback season for Geno Smith and the Seahawks. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.